Drivingtests.org has helped thousands of truckers obtain their CDL at nearly double the standard pass rate. And now, employers can use driving test tools on demand with their new hires. Their training platform is fully remote, DMV approved, and costs a fraction of standard training fees. Head to driving-test.org slash corporate to learn more. Welcome to Taking the High Road, a Driver Reach and Freight Waves production. I'm your host, Jeremy Raymer, founder and CEO of Driver Reach, a modern recruiting and compliance solution. On this show, I interview industry experts and thought leaders who bring their insights to the driver lifecycle as we discuss the industry's greatest challenges, driver recruiting and retention. I appreciate all the feedback I get on the show. Uh, don't forget to rate and review Taking the High Road on whatever platform you use to listen. This week, I'm excited to chat with a longtime friend and integrated partner, Jay Womack, founder and CEO of Vertical Alliance Group, a full-service web-based training platform. Welcome to the show, Jay. Great to see you. Hey, thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate you inviting me. I appreciate being here. Well, I'm excited to learn more about you and your background, you know, how you got into the trucking industry. Uh, I'd like to know what prompted you, you know, to go all in on employee training and engagement, uh, maybe how you've seen the industry evolve over the past decade as it pertains to leveraging technology to improve you know, the driver experience through through the life cycle, um, what you see in the future as technology continues to evolve. And uh, and lastly, we'll answer a question submitted by a listener during our deeper dive segment. Does that work for you? Works for me. Works great. Perfect. Okay. Well, before we dive in, I am curious, as I say all the time, and I've got all these books behind me, I love to read, and I know you're a reader too. Uh, I'm curious if there are any books uh, that you've been reading or listening to uh, that uh, that you'd like to recommend. I, you know, before the podcast, you and I visited about that, and we talked about some good books that are historical. But one that I would recommend for business people is it's by a guy named Peter Diamandis. And Peter is a uh, he's a futurist. He started the X Factor, and I know Peter personally. And he wrote a book called "The Future Is Faster Than You Think." And in that book, he talks about artificial intelligence, the speed of computers, the Moore's law, the doubling of technology, and it had doubles every two years, and they never thought it could go past the fifth or sixth iteration of that. But here we are in the 34th iteration of Moore's Law, just from a technology standpoint, that we can tag to. So it's a really fascinating book. Very interesting, and I appreciate that. I wrote it down, and uh, for those listeners who I, I look this stuff up. all the, So the books that you see behind me, I, I get in trouble because for every book I read, I buy about six more. And I'm usually, you know, the, so the, I just, I'm, 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 I can never catch up, but it's, it's an insatiable appetite to, to learn, to read, and, and grow. So I appreciate that. That's a that's a good one. So, um, what's your story? You know, if you you know, share a little bit about you and kind of how how'd you end up in the trucking industry? I ended up in the trucking industry by accident. I wish I could tell you, oh, it's been in my lifeblood since day one. It hasn't been. I was a I was actually in the financial industry before I got into transportation and. What I did is I started read. I love to read. As you you referenced books, I love to read. And I read a book by a guy named Harry Dent. And Harry Dent talked about demographics. He talked about uh, the S curve, the the adoption of technology curve. And and like I like to do, Jeremy, when someone when I read a book I like, I'll actually seek out the author. And I became friends with Harry. And I became one of his one of his apostles, for lack of a better term, because his technology, his his concept on technology and how it was going to grow and where it was going to go was fascinating. So in 1999, I gave a, a presentation to the Arkansas court reporters about what's going to happen in the future, 
and what's going to go, what's going on with technology, the internet, et cetera. And I was driving home and I thought to myself, if you believe what you just said, you ought to start a technology company that capitalizes on this and helps people learn how to reduce their costs, et cetera. Because, because technology is very deflationary and, you know, case in point, you know, this is probably not the direction you want to go, but, but, and you can always edit this out, but technology is deflationary. If you take the agricultural revolution that went into the industrial revolution, you know, 90% of the people used to work on the farm. Well, when they invented the tractor, new technology for the day and the plow disc and all those types of things, all of a sudden about 5% were left on the farm. And what do you do with the other 85%? Well, we're seeing this technology revolution that we're living through right now with artificial intelligence and communication and the speed of computers, it's absolutely going to change the world in a way that we don't even, we can't even imagine yet. Can't even imagine. So it's going to be, it's pretty exciting time to be alive, to be in this industry. So driving back, I thought to myself, I need to start a company that can take advantage of that. And so I did. And our first iteration in the industry was a little company, don't laugh, called BubbaJunk.com Inc., and the original concept was to go sell junk to the Bubba's. And quite frankly, we were on the verge of collapse because I was so early in the marketplace and I'm driving down the road and I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, and I do this quite a bit. I'm driving down the road and I'm talking to God when I'm by myself and so oh God help me. I, you know, this is, I got trouble. What's going on here. I've put all this money into this program. I'm, you know, what do I need to do? And you know, I hate to say this with a bunch of safe directors out there listening to you, but I'm, you know, I'm driving slow for the first time in my life and trucks are passing me mm-hmm. and I'm looking at the back of these trucks and it's like the divine, divine light shines on the back of them. Help. We need drivers. Mm-hmm. Well, it just so happens two of my investors owned trucking companies. And so I, I came back, got a game plan, went in to see them. Tough conversation to have, as you well know, because you're an entrepreneur. Walked into the first one and I said, I said, Tony, our deal's not going that well. However, I have a solution. Do you need truck drivers? And he said, absolutely, we do. So that's where we really started in transportation. I had two investors from the trucking industry, and they helped me build Bubba Junk into a truck driver recruiting website. We no longer own Bubba Junk. We sold it to a great company out in California. At the time, they were in California. I don't know where they are now, but uh, they own Class A drivers and a lot of other good recruiting sites. And they still operate that website, and I still look at it from time to time. But that's how we cut our teeth in the industry. Well, that's really interesting because uh, you bring it up, Bubba Junk. That's I, I advertise uh, for drivers on Bubba Junk. I mean, you're going back a long time, back when I owned uh, uh, and employed close to 500, you know, CDL drivers. So uh, I remember that. Um, so yeah, you're bringing back some memories, you know. Uh, but for those, I, I want to talk about Vertical uh, Alliance Group, you know. Uh, for those maybe for the few who, who aren't aware, can you share you know what Vertical Alliance Group is and uh, and what you do specifically for fleets and, and their driver population? Well, in 2004, we started looking for a way to cross sell because we were so we were so myopic with our approach. We were doing recruiting only and, and recruiting was volatile. I mean, you, you know that recruiting was volatile. So we were looking for a way to stabilize the company. And so we started looking around, how can we, how can we find another product to cross sell? And I got an interesting email from a friend of mine, matter of fact, from Harry Dent and in it, Harry had a video. I want you to go back to, to the early days of technology, go back to 2003 and four. And there was an email that had a PowerPoint synced up to a video and that PowerPoint synced up to a video gave me an idea. As a matter of fact, 
I took the concept, took the idea and said, I wonder if, if the industry is interested in web-based safety training or web-based training of any type. So I went to a friend of mine that owned a local company and asked him, I said, I have a concept, have an idea. Would you be interested if we created on a subscription basis and rolled out new content every month? Would you be interested in a safety training platform that your drivers could use from the road? And he said, oh, absolutely. I said, so if I build it, you'll be one of my first subscribers. And he goes, I will. So we we sold two or three deals without even having any technology or anything. We sold it on a concept and an idea. So the company evolved. Our original, our original platform was called VAGST.com because of Vertical Alliance Group Safety Training.com. We're real creative marketers. So that's where that name came from. And we started doing web-based safety training for truck drivers and documentation of that. It was a very simple concept, very simple idea. And then we got into, we started looking at P&Ls and balance sheets. And we started saying, we started talking to CFOs and CEOs and asking and owners and saying, okay, what three line items, if we could have an impact on, on three line items, behavioral change with training, which ones would you want to focus on? And so that just opened the door to not only just doing safety training, but we're enterprise wide in different companies. We're now in different industries. Uh, we're in transportation, heavily in transportation. We're in, we're in school bus transportation. We're in the school industry. Uh, we're in safety training for for the students, which, you know, right on the heels of that tragedy. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a, that's a bad deal. Uh, warehousing, we're in manufacturing, we're doing other, other things of that nature. Now we're going to the HR side of the equation and it's just really working out well for us. And it, it we owe it all to our cutting our teeth in the transportation industry. So it's always been close to my heart since then. Well, you know, I, uh, I, we're obviously, you know, integrated partners today, uh, technology uh, partners, but I also was a customer of Vertical Alliance Group back in, uh, I would say probably 08, 09 or so, uh, maybe 2010, somewhere in, in there. And, uh, uh, you know, one of the things I like most about the platform was that I was able to create my own content, you know, for orient orientation purposes. And then, uh, you know, we could provide that then uh, to, to every newly hired driver. And so there was always this consistent process and engaging communication uh, with them. That was a big deal to me is, um, as it enabled, uh, you know, us to customize the, the messaging that we wanted to provide, but, uh, and, and, you know, rather than be limited to the content that, you know, was available, uh, you know, within the platform otherwise is, is that ability that the ability to create and customize content, is that still a big value for your customers today? And is that something a lot of them take advantage of? Oh, absolutely. 80% of our client base creates custom content. Matter of fact, I was listening to a guy the other day, a technology guy, and he was talking about, he said, 25 years ago, I would have recommended to the world, go get a degree in technology and, and data programming, data management. And he said, today, I would tell people, go get a degree in editing, in, in script writing, and in filmmaking. And I, this, is, this is a very powerful futurist that I heard this from. So with that concept in mind, everybody's going to custom content. And you, what I would say is, is it is very easy to make. I mean, let's think about it. Nowadays with these things, you know, this camera is better than the camera. This camera and microphone are better than the cameras and microphones that we could buy five years ago. Yeah. It's incredible what we've seen in the technology side. 
know, but you've used custom content. You know the value of it. You've you've been a, a genius when it comes to being an entrepreneur and starting your own companies. You you built a company already. You flipped it. You sold it. Now you're starting another company and doing really well with it. And we appreciate that relationship. Driver Reach is a dynamic company. We love your company, by the way. I appreciate that. Uh, I, I really do. But by, by the way, real and I do want to talk about our integration for a minute. But uh, you mentioned uh, Harry Dent. I I, I was looking. Uh, I didn't want to distract you as you're looking for this book. I have a book by him called The Roaring 2000s. Uh, I think I think that's the name of that book I have right over there. That was the first okay. one, I believe, he did. No, no. The first one he did was called The Great Boom Ahead. The second one, I believe, was The Roaring 2000s. It has a blue, kind of a gray-blue mm-hmm. color on it. So, yeah, that was a good book, too. But in that, it, the one from 1992 that he wrote, The Great Boom Ahead, I read it when I was I was in the financial industry. And I thought, wow, this guy's crazy. He's making these wild forecasts. We're going to balance the budget. Interest rates are going down. And, and you and I are, I'm, I'm older than you are, but you're similar. We've just been through the you know, hyperinflation that we're about to see again. And I, he's talking about interest rates going down to, to almost negative. And I'm thinking, this guy's crazy. <laughs> well, dang, if it didn't start yeah. to happen. So I became a believer. So, yeah, that's a, it's By a By the way, point. how about we just say we're both Gen, I think we're Gen Xers. <laughs> it's a, it's, I'm actually okay. baby. All right. Well, so you're Gen X, I'm baby boom, so... <laughs> You're, but you're close. I mean, I'm, I'm the tail end of the okay, baby. Yeah, room, so. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm definitely a Gen Xer. But you mentioned our, uh, you, you mentioned our, you know, partnership integration, and I think uh, I recognize how important integrations are. And, and I believe, you know, Driver Reach is, is really good at what we do, right? Our focus is is really from the apply now, you know, uh, button to the hire now button. You're trying to make that as good an experience as we can for both the carrier and the driver. Um, and, you know, as that carrier's system of record, you know, we'd rather partner with companies that are really good at what they do. You know, in the case of uh, Vertical Alliance Group, you know, I appreciate the, the robust integration that we have with you. Uh, enables just for a seamless uh, flow of data back and forth to ensure, you know, a great experience for our, our mutual customers. I'm wondering if you can share maybe uh, if there's anything about that integration that, that you feel has made a difference with the with the fleets that we that we both work with and. Oh, absolutely. It makes a big difference. And what I I appreciate what y'all do, too, from the standpoint of you specialize in your product and your knowledge and your skill. We do that, too. We're not trying to be everything to everybody. We're not trying to jump out into two or three different areas and and do that. What we do is we API and we and we integrate with companies like yours that are really good. And I know that you and you, y'all, we we have a great relationship with Idyllic. Mm -hmm. They're a good company. You have a great relationship with them. And what we've seen because of employees, because of truck drivers, because of the turnover rate, and because of demographics, we're tying all this together now, the great resignation is taking place. And it's not just for truck drivers, it's for all employees out there. And if I look at data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, if you don't take anything else from this podcast, take this. From the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the next three and a half years, it is not going to get better. It's going to get worse trying to hire people. Not just truck drivers, everybody. So the integration into your platform makes it much, much more seamless for a new entry level or for an existing driver to go into a different company. Your platform makes it very, very easy to do that. Now, if you start looking at stats and data, 40% of the new hires are making a decision in their first week whether they're going to stay with your company or not. If your integration, if your orientation, if you're bringing them on board is not seamless like it is with your company and mine working together, if it's not seamless, 
they are already making decision to leave your company. So it is very critical to make sure this works and works effectively. And the one thing I like about not one, but the many things, but one of many I like about your companies, y'all are very client centric. We are too. We're, you're very client service oriented. We are very client service oriented. We probably have the largest client service department in our sector. Yeah, probably except for a company like Blackboard that deals with, you know, the $700 million company that's, that's out there in the industry, in the school industry, et cetera. But other than that, I would say that we probably are, are number two or three when it comes to client service. In the- well, to your point, like that that onboarding experience, that drive, that applicant experience, the driver experience is so critical and that they're, at their, especially those first, you know, call it, you, you, you talk about obviously certainly furthest upstream that first week, but, you know, call it the first 90 days. It's so important to to engage with them in a way that is uh, that provides a good experience. And I think that's a lot of what um, Vertical Alliance in- enables, which you you've been doing this for a while now. Right. You know, technology continues to evolve. Um, you know, I know the Infinity platform, Vertical Alliance you know, platform uh, got a makeover about two or three years ago uh, or so. Um in what other ways has technology evolved that that's enabled you to improve the customer and driver experience? It's technology. It's a very difficult thing to keep up with the technology. As a matter of fact, we do. We have partner roundtables where we invite. We we have a process where we're inviting all of our clients to come through the company every once every three years at our expense to come in and get real world feedback from our clients. And what the way I like to start that presentation is real simple. It is. I go to the trade shows and I see all the new technology out there and I walk out extremely confused about what should we do? What should the industry do? And every time I make this presentation, Jeremy, you know how it goes. They, they nod their heads. Yes. What are we supposed to do next? Technology has advanced so far and so fast that we've outrun our coverage to use a football term. We've outrun our coverage and most People have a hard time adapting to what's happening in the world around us. So we want to get a real world feedback and say, what is it that you really need? So we're listening to our clients to find out what is it they really want, what's they really need. They want smooth integration. And that's why we have the existing partnership with you and the relationship with you. They want smooth, seamless integration of their data and their and their knowledge and their information. We we talked about this concept this last week at the at the most recent partner roundtable, and that was you know, virtual reality. And there's a good example. Uh, virtual reality, you know, we're, we've, we're toying with virtual reality at our next step, next level. The problem with that is the industry isn't ready to afford virtual reality. It's an expensive endeavor at this point. I mean, you really, if you want to do it right, you can't do it with four or five or six, you know, hot points. You have to do an entire suit with it. And when you walk into the virtual reality room, you have to be able to feel the lug nut. You have to be able to feel the, you know, the, the hood release. You have to be able to feel the, the brakes and those types of things when you're looking at it. So, so that's the next step for us. And I think it's going to be here sooner rather than later. With that concept in mind, you know, one of the things that we're looking at is, is I, I don't think it's, it's when we start talking about artificial intelligence, you have to be thinking in terms of driverless trucks. You have to be thinking of those types of things. And we're in the training industry and you're in the onboarding industry. And if that happens, what do we do? Where do we go? So we have to be thinking in terms of the black swan approach. What's going to come out of left field? How do we train three and a half million uh, truck drivers that get displaced? How do we train three million Uber drivers that get displaced? So we're trying to think in those terms right now of what's next, what's next. But we can get so far ahead of ourselves. 
See, when I was a kid, we'd look at Popular Mechanics, the, the, the front cover of Popular Mechanics magazine, and we see flying cars. Yeah. Well, if I look out my window, I still don't see flying cars, but I will tell you that Honda and Uber are, in fact, doing trials with flying cars in Dallas, Texas right now. So it's, it's the future is faster than you think. I reference that book again. And we just have to listen to the marketplace and then simplify it and keep it very, very simple because it's very complicated out there right now. So we're trying to do everything we can to simplify. And we, we pioneered, as you know, we pioneered frequent and consistent. We pioneered micro learning in the industry. Uh, keep it short, simple, and to the point. You know, numbers of reminders. And yeah, that, that's kind of the future that we're looking at right now. Well, and, and the training, a lot of it, you know, addresses you know, safety compliance. Um, this was uh, interestingly just, you know, prior to uh, to this conversation, I was I was a, a panelist on a webinar, and the it was around compliance, driver qualification compliance, and just and really it was about mitigating risks um, from nuclear verdicts and, and, and increasing settlements. And one of the things that was recommended by one of the attorneys uh, on the panel uh, was that you know there are not enough carriers that are investing in ongoing safety and compliance training for their drivers. And I thought, as, as I heard that, I said, well, I, I'm going to be talking to Jay here in just a minute. I thought, how appropriate for that comment. There, there is an enormous industry. And while there are a lot of, I know you've got a lot of customers, there are a lot of carriers that are doing this. There are far more that are not. What an opportunity uh, to, yep. to help them. We, we have we have seen, like any S-curve, you've seen me do the S-curve presentation, the adoption curve presentation, and it really is appropriate. It's as appropriate today as it ever has been. If we break the industry down into, if I look at the, the DOT database, there are about 750,000 DOT numbers in the United States. And if, if I break it down, there really are only about, I'm going to say there's 40,000 companies that have 15 or more power units. And... The rest of them, 710,000, have less, they have 14 or less. If I look at the data, if I look at the, the 35 plus power units, there's only about 12,000 of those companies out there, 35 plus. And, you know, without having hard, hard data anywhere, but trying to piecemeal conversations with Idyllic and your company and, and companies like that. I'm going to guess that we have only seen an adoption of about 30% of the large companies, of the large companies mm -hmm. on some type of a web-based training platform that they're white labeling or using as their own. Now, the one off, everybody's using one off. They're going you know, to different sites to get you know, to, their, to their association site or wherever to go find a, a course or a curriculum but not to have a complete safety training program that would protect them in a court of law. So to your point, there is so much upside in this industry that it's incredible. I, I keep preaching this every day to our employees, to our investors, to the people that we deal with every day. You know, more and more competitions coming in this, this, this space. I mean, we're seeing great competitors come in, which I love competition. It's when I thrive. It's when there's no competition, Jeremy, I get bored. You know, I've been re-energized. I love it. I love what's going on in the industry. But there's enough room for every one of the companies in this sector right now to grow tenfold. Sure. Easily grow tenfold. So I'm pretty excited about our entire sector. So yeah, competition is is great. Everyone wins, I think. Uh, certainly the consumer and wins, and the consumer really wins. Yeah, the, the truck drivers are going to win. The trucking companies are going to win. Everybody wins. The consumers that are out there that are 
you know, uh, the thing I love about our industry, you know, and it's old, it's old, it's tried, it's true. But if you see it, a a truck touched it, you know, a salesman sold it and a truck touched it. So now we've got time for one more question. So I do want to get into the deeper dive question. And I think, you know, we've We've got a minute to, to answer this. So here's here's the question. Uh, this is where we take a question from a listener seeking expert advice. Uh, the question is, retaining drivers is getting harder and harder. It seems like they're constantly getting hounded by other companies. How can we change that? Your 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 advice? My one minute pitch on that one is real simple. It's, it's I hate to use the term the C word, but it's the C word. Culture is everything. Look, we did a webinar the other day that recruiting is sales because I love sales. Sales is my first love. And I will tell you that the first thing you have to do is you have to separate yourself and then you have to walk the talk. So the first thing you've got to do is find out what is it, what is it really that drivers are looking for in a company? You have to match that culture and then you have to live that culture. Mm-hmm. And the companies are getting in trouble. They're offering a job. They're offering you know more, more cents per mile. And that may be one of the issues drivers are interested in, but it's not one of the top. It is not number one. It is number seven on the list, according to the research. So you better have the culture down. You better know what your core story is. And your core story better be something interesting, intriguing, that makes a driver want to pay attention to you. I want you to picture that you have 100,000 truck drivers sitting in the stadium right now. What are you going to say to make 90,000 of them turn and look at you and say, wow, Jeremy, tell me more? Yeah. So culture is the one word I would say to that. Yeah. And that's, that's a, it's certainly, it's well beyond a buzzword. It's really important. And I agree a hundred percent. So yeah, well said on that. Um, Thank you so much uh, for joining us, Jay. I appreciate what you've done for the industry and look forward to seeing you and the team at uh, some upcoming events. Jeremy, I appreciate you. Anything I can do for you, you let me know because I've seen you and I've, I've watched your development and I just love it. I think you're doing great things for the whole industry and the world around you. That means a lot. Thanks a lot, Jay. Thank you, sir. And thanks for joining me for another episode of Taking the High Road and for spreading the word to industry peers. We really appreciate it. Remember, you can submit any questions or comments, including those which may appear on upcoming Deeper Dive segments at podcast at driverreach.com. And don't forget to rate and view Taking the High Road on whatever platform you use to listen. Until next time, thank you for taking the high road.